You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. Here's what Jesus said, he who is not with me is against me. There is no middle ground. (laughs) But listen, listen, we've got people in the world and they're not against Jesus. They got nothing negative to say against Jesus. They just are not taking a stand for Jesus. Do you realize we have people in the church and they don't have anything against Jesus, but they're not taking a stand publicly for him in their world, in their school, in their neighborhood. In today's teaching, Pastor Danny will take you back to the final hours of Jesus' life, sharing the encounter he had with a Roman leader named Pilate. Pilate interrogated the Son of God, attempting to discover the truth of who he was and whether or not he deserved to die. In the end, Pilate believed that Jesus was the Messiah, yet he didn't publicly admit that this man was his Savior. Sadly, this is still something that happens even in the church. Don't be afraid to admit to the world that Jesus is your only hope of salvation. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of John chapter 18 with today's edition of The Living Word. He had been flogged by the Roman soldiers. They had mocked him. They had put a purple robe on him and they had slapped him in the face with his head covered and said, prophesy, O king, who hit you? They took a crown of thorns and they pushed it down on his head. And so now he's bloody. He's beaten. And Pilate is hoping, hoping that now that uh, the people see him, the Jews uh, see him in this condition, they'd be satisfied. But when Jesus came out wearing the crowns and the purple robe, Pilate said, here's the man. And as soon as the chief priests and their officials saw him, they shouted, crucify, crucify. But Pilate answered, you take him and crucify him. As for me... I find no basis for a charge against him. That's the third record we have of Pilate publicly declaring this. I find no basis for a charge. And the Jews insisted, we have a law. And according to that law, he must die because he claimed to be the son of God. Boy, does Pilate's emotion really get racing here. The next verse says this, when Pilate heard this, he was even more afraid. He was even more afraid. When you put all the accounts together, it's an easy conclusion. There's something going on. There's a word that describes Pilate's condition. It's called conviction. (laughs) It's conviction. It's the state of convincing a person of error or of compelling the admission of a truth. Pilate knows Jesus is innocent. Pilate is compelled to believe he's a king. He's not a king of this world. His kingdom is from another world. Listen, listen, let me just say, when you compare all the accounts of the encounter between Jesus and Pilate, here's what you conclude very clearly. Pilate came to believe in Jesus Christ. And yet, the record of Scripture and the record of history indicates that he was never saved. He was never born again. He believed But he never took the courageous step to do what he needed to do to be saved. Let's read the rest of the story from John's gospel. When Pilate heard this, he was even more afraid, and he went back inside the palace. 
Where do you come from? He asked Jesus. But Jesus gave him no answer. You know why? Pilate already knows. He's from another world. Do you refuse to speak to me, Pilate said? Don't you realize I have power either to free you or to crucify you? And Jesus answered, get this answer. You would have no power over me if it were not given to you from above. Therefore, the one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin. From then on, Pilate tried to set Jesus free. But the Jews kept shouting, if you let this man go, you are no friend of Caesar. Anyone who claims to be a king opposes Caesar. That is a political threat to Pilate's position as governor. And when Pilate heard this, he brought Jesus out, sat down on the judge's seat at a place known as the stone pavement. Here is your king, Pilate said to the Jews, but they shouted, take him away, take him away, crucify him. Shall I crucify your king, Pilate asked? We have no king but Caesar, the chief priest answered. And here's how Matthew or John ends it. Finally, Pilate handed him over to them to be crucified. But that's not the whole story. That's why God gave us four gospel accounts. And if you read all four gospel accounts, you get a clearer picture of exactly what happened. And I read finally from Matthew's gospel once again, chapter 27, beginning in verse 22. What shall I do then with Jesus who is called Christ, Pilate asked. And they all answered, crucify him. Why? What crime has he committed, asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder, crucify him. And when Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but that instead an uproar was starting, he took water and he washed his hands in front of the crowd and he said, I'm innocent of this man's blood. It's your responsibility. And all the people answered, let his blood be on us and on our children. And then he released Barabbas to them. But he had Jesus flogged and he handed him over to be crucified. You got the picture? Okay, then let me try to make it as abundantly clear as I can. Pilate is standing before that crowd, washing his hands and saying, this man's blood is not on my hands, now it's on your hands. And in doing so, Pilate took a stance that was not against Jesus. But in taking a stance that was not against Jesus, he never took the courageous step and took a step that was for Jesus because if he had taken the right step that was for Jesus, because he's the one in the authority to send Jesus to the cross. And if he had taken the courageous step because he believed in Jesus... It would have cost him. May have cost him his position as governor. Certainly to cost him something with the crowd. And so what he ended up doing, well, there's a term. There's a term we have for it. You know what he did? It's called, listen, listen. It's a cop-out. It's a cop-out. It's an excuse. Avoiding responsibility in order to avoid trouble. It's a cowardly or feeble evasion. Here's what Jesus said. He who is not with me is against me. There is no middle ground. 
But listen, listen, we've got people in the world and they're not against Jesus. They got nothing negative to say against Jesus. They just are not taking a stand for Jesus. Do you realize we have people in the church and they don't have anything against Jesus, but they're not taking a stand publicly for him in their world, in their school, in their neighborhood. It's one thing to say, well, I really, I got nothing against him. It's another thing to take a step and say, listen, I am a follower of Jesus Christ. And what he stands for, I stand for. And when he stands for truth because he is truth, I stand for truth no matter what it costs me. Did you realize when I'm courageous in my faith, I encourage others to be courageous? Did you know that? As your pastor, when I'm courageous, I encourage you to be courageous. But the flip side is also true. When I give in to fear, I influence others to give in to fear. And the same with you in our Christian lives. If I'm courageous in my faith, I encourage others to follow me as I follow Christ. And if I back down, I discourage others from standing for truth. Deuteronomy chapter 20, God records for the Israelites some instructions before they go to battle against the enemy. Let me read you the main section of God's instruction. Verse 1 of Deuteronomy 20. When you go to war against your enemies and see horses and chariots and an army greater than yours, don't be afraid of them, because the Lord your God who brought you up out of Egypt will be with you. When you're about to go into battle, the priest shall come forward and address the army. He shall say, Hear, O Israel, today you're going into battle against your enemies. Don't be faint-hearted or afraid. Don't be terrified or give way to panic before them. For the Lord, your God, is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. And the officers shall say to the army, Has anyone built a new house and not dedicated it? Let him go home, or he may die in battle and someone else may dedicate it. Has anyone planted a vineyard and not begun to enjoy it? Let him go home. Or he may die in battle and someone else enjoy it. Has anyone become pledged to a woman not, and not married her? Let him go home. Or he may die in battle and someone else marry her. Now that's not saying, hey guys, if you got any of these commitments, don't go into battle. Go fulfill the commitments. No, he's saying if you're going to go into battle, you better realize there's a potential cost. And the last one he challenges them with. Then the officers shall add, is any man afraid? Or faint-hearted, let him go home so that his brothers will not become disheartened too. Because if he retreats, he leads his brothers in retreat. But if he charges, he leads others to charge with him. Thanks for joining us today to study the book of Hebrews. There's so much to learn, so we hope you'll keep coming back to study with Pastor Danny Hodges. You can find more of the messages from this series right now on our website, ccfstpete.church. You'll be directed to our YouTube page where you can find a number of teachings from Calvary Chapel Fellowship and subscribe to our channel. Come connect with us on social media as well. You'll find The Living Word on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and jump into the conversations there. 
You'll be able to find links to all of these at our website, ccfstpete.church. If you happen to be in the St. Petersburg area, we'd love to meet you. Every message you hear on The Living Word comes from a teaching Pastor Danny has shared at Calvary Chapel Fellowship, and you're invited to join us for our weekly services. Come just as you are for a time of worship, fellowship, and studying the Bible on Saturday at 6 p.m. or Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. Find directions on our website. Again, that's ccfstpete.church. We also live stream our services, so if you can't make it in person, join us online. You'll find a link at the top of the page at ccfstpete.church. That's all the time we have for today. Feel free to read ahead in Hebrews, and be sure to tune in next time to join Pastor Danny right here on The Living Word.